Welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour with me, Charlotte Foster. This is a podcast all about Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. We are unashamedly positive about the area and we unashamedly sing this area's praises. We do this by looking at the area's culture. Now, this can be anything from events that are taking place, history of the area, but most importantly, it is the people. You may or may not have noticed that it is June. Yes, it is. And there are definitely, if I'm looking around uh, Hanley, yeah, no, definitely no Christmas decorations up anywhere. So here I am at the Mitchell Art Centre and I'm about to go in and talk to uh, Tim Churchill all about this year's panto. I know, it's June! What on earth is happening? Well, I can tell you what's happening. It is an audition day today for people, for children, to be a Hanley babe. Now, I'm going to give it my best shot as well, because I reckon I could be a Hanley babe. I might be 20 years too old to be a Hanley babe, but let's see if I can uh, manage to be a Hanley babe. We had so many who auditioned last year that it, it took quite a long time to, to, to get through them all and to um, choose who was going to be in the show that we you know we, we really created a lot of work for us last year so we thought this year we'll just do it earlier because there's, there's even more kids this year wanting to audition and so we thought well let's, let's do it now and then we've got time to pick and choose and also you know if if we're not completely satisfied all over we can have a few recalls so you know giving ourselves a bit of time that's all for people who don't know who or what the Hanley Babes are, give me a bit of background, please. The Hanley Babes are, I mean, it's a huge tradition here in Stoke-on-Trent from many years ago, uh, mainly at the Theatre Royal in Hanley. There would be a group of dancers. Um, they'd normally be older than the kids we have now. Um, and they were called the Hanley Babes, and they were the dancers for the, the Theatre Royal for m- most of their pantos. Um, I think it harks back to well past the 50s. Um, and so they kind of disappeared um 20 30 years ago um they became the royal dancers when um, when it became the royal um for the, for the few years that the royal was open and then since then since about 1998 we've not we've not had hanley babes or the royal dancers or anything like that so we thought let's 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 bring back the hanley babes you know they they always appeared on all the pantos you can sort of look online and see look look through the archives and see some of the old pantos that were at the theater royal and it's always sort of saying, you know, starring John Inman and the Hanley Babes or, you know, um, the, the Frankie Howard and the Hanley Babes. I think I saw that one. Um, and so, yeah, that was the thing. We want to bring back the Hanley Babes and also give people a chance locally to audition from all different dance schools, not just targeting one particular dance school or, or, or academy. Um, so, you know, let's make life a bit harder for ourselves by having children from all over the place. Um, but it just gives them all a chance then because, it, like I say, it, it, it's, it's better than just targeting one specific dance school. So the children who are auditioning, are they dancers who are at different dance schools or could anyone walk, walk in off the street and go, hi, I'd like to be a Hanley babe? No, no time asking for, for a friend. <laughs> um, yeah, anybody can can. I'm not. I mean, I suppose if somebody walked in off the street now and said, "Can I audition?" We, we of course, we'd say yes. Um, but we had a um, an online and, and a Facebook social media registration where we put it out there, and then people would would apply. Um, no one was turned down. Obviously, it was just a case of you know, come along. These are the days. We gave them all the time to come along, and they've all come in certain groups. 
and we're auditioning them in in, um, in in large groups throughout the day. So yeah, it's open to anybody. You don't have to be going to a dance academy or a drama academy. It's open to all children. When you say children, how old are we talking? <laughs> I'm determined to be a handy babe. <laughs> I think anything up to 18. So so we're kind of so, so what we'll do with each group this this year we're having four groups last year we had we had three and there were so many that we thought let's 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 extend the groups and we just want a, a group to sort of span all different ages so it'll go from you know your 8 year olds up until your 18 year olds if 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 any 18 year olds can drag themselves out of the pub and come to audition <laughs> And we mentioned this when we spoke when you did uh, Cinderella last yeah. year and we mentioned about how important it is just to give everybody an opportunity to take part in the arts because yeah. it's not about, you know, one day being on the West End stage. It's about, it, it gives people confidence, can't it? And just that, just a bit of extra something to, to sort of carry with them. Yeah, I think so. It, it's I think doing drama at school, um, doing any kind of performing arts at school is absolutely important. Um, dance, uh, is, you know, do dance but boys and girls you know can do dance because it helps with posture helps with confidence you know later on if you want to walk into a job interview and you're not confident with with speaking um with with you know eloquently confidently um then that could be a problem that, that could be the difference between you getting the job or not getting the job and so it's not just about doing drama at school is not just about training you up so you can go and be an actor or go and be on the west end it's also about giving you confidence and you know it, it just 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 something that you can sort of latch onto and say look I, I did this I do that I do a bit of acting you can come and do it locally you can go away and, and, and go and train or you can just say look it helped me it helped me in my life it gave me a bit of confidence I tell this story quite a lot. When I was learning to drive, my driving instructor knew that I did theatre studies at, at GCSE and then at, at A level, and I was having a few issues with, with in the in the lessons. And he said, "Right, Charlotte, today you are playing the role of a driver." So think about you know when you're doing your theatre and you're on stage, you're playing the role. Today you're playing the role of a driver, and for whatever reason that clicked, and it's something that I take with me now. If I'm going into a situation and I'm like, I have again, you say you haven't quite got the confidence, I go right for the next hour. You are playing the role of so-and-so and it it really has worked so and I guess people would say that I do have a role a job now that does involve kind of you know a bit of performance but actually that wasn't it's not acting or, or theatre so it, and it, but it does it does help like you say it's yeah. not something that is is directly related but it does help in everyday life well yeah because I mean you can't be shy in the business that you work in you know and and the other thing I mean I've, I've done plenty of um, training days as well with um at universities where where you go in and pretend to be they, they know as well you're not trying to catch them out you know medical students and so you'll go and say right I'm going to pretend to be the patient that's got a complaint you know that's your job for the day to go in and say right you get a certain amount of, of things to to say and to complain about and and see how these the medical students deal with it and it's really helpful for them and so you know it's that's it's not that's not the glamorous side of show business that's just earning a living but you've got those tools to earn that living because you you know you 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 were taught that drama at school or you you went to those classes or those places that are around like the 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 amateur dramatic societies and things like that that all give confidence so tell me a little bit about what you know so far about because it is june and i don't really want to mention the c word but it, it's approaching and uh, one of the traditions of christmas is obviously the pantomime so what 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 kind of hints can you give us about this year's production 
Um, well, <laughs> is it written yet? Yeah, yeah, almost, almost. Well, the first draft is almost written. Yeah, and it's very funny. I mean, um, I, I thought Cinderella last year was was very funny, and um, I kind of got on board a little bit with the writing with with Paul Wood, who writes our pantos with me. Um, but at the moment, Paul has taken the lead. Um, I've just said, look, you write it, and then I'll have a little look at it after. And, and I've already started looking at it, and there's. And, and already, I think it's incredible. There's, there's there's so much comedy in there. There's so much fun, but wordy comedy, um, not just slapstick, not your usual um, front cloth gags or anything like that. It's it, they're all they're all story related, which is what Paul does brilliantly. Um, and he doesn't just nick old jokes and and and, and retell them. He'll, he'll recycle them um, and and make them something else. But um, It'll always stick within the story, and and again the same as Cinderella last year. It won't be too long. It won't be over long. Um, it will be full of um, good songs, good music, um, and sometimes a bit of drama, a bit of pathos as well. Because I think we need all of those things in a in a, in a panto. And it's Aladdin, isn't it? It's Aladdin, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Den from Radio Stoke is back, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, we've written even more lines. Paul has written even more lines for Den this year, which I've looked at and thought that's even more lines I've got to take off him. <laughs> Den was Den was great last year. He really was. Uh, he it's the first time he'd ever done anything like it. And I know he was nervous. I know he was nervous, but he had a wonderful time in rehearsals, and he really, really worked hard on on getting the lines and getting the things right while he was working full-time as well um, and he had a great time in the dressing room with the lads they loved him and he he did actually warm into the role um, you know I, I, even after the first couple of performances he, he was there and the great thing with Dennis we just said to him just be you mate if you forget your lines just tell him <laughs> and that was even better when he did but he didn't do it very often he was he was actually you know better than some of us it's certainly better than me I didn't have time to learn my lines I was doing loads of other things but um yeah it was great it's great to have him back and he's really excited to be back again and uh he's going to play the emperor of old along ton which is in Chinatown which is the place in Stoke-on-Trent where they make all the china and so we have a very potteries based um plot the um the lamp is hidden in the vaults of the Pottery's Museum amongst the Staffordshire Horde, and that's where Abenazo wants to, to, to get the lamp from. So, so we, we, we've, we try to make it very locally based as well. Is that important to you? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think so. I mean, the, the more so as I'm, as I'm getting older. Um, I, I, I look at what goes on around in this area, and I, and I look at the arts and look at the, the, the things, and there's a, there's, a, there, there's a real big art scene going on here and, and I think also to be be proud of the of the of the city that you come from and um there's a couple of friends of mine um Conrad Nelson and, and Deb McAndrew who who are very much champions of, of this area and, and I've kind of looked at that and thought yeah good for you you should be and do you know what I, I I should try more harder to do that as well and and so that's why I'm kind of including it into this panto and um the great thing about the people of Stoke-on-Trent as with this panto and as with any panto that's been in this area is they they're they're um they're very keen to laugh at themselves and we have this wonderful thing that we've got the two football teams that we can play off against each other so we can make all the jokes about Port Vale and all the Stoke 
fans will laugh and all the jokes about Stoke and all the Vale fans will laugh. We can we can, you know, take take the rise out of the at the bus service and we can take the rise out of the council and everybody takes it all in good stead and they all laugh at it because they, they all have the capacity to laugh at themselves. So that's that's um that's why I love this place so much. Going back then to the audition today, mm-hmm. what kind of what kind of things are you going to be putting the, the children through? What the, what do they need to show you? Well, um, Ed Costello, who's who's our dance captain um, and choreographer for the for, for the panto, um, has set a couple of dance routines for them to do, and as well as being able to look for the fact that they can pick up a dance routine relatively quickly, we're not after some you know we're not expecting people to pick it up like that. Um, we're also looking for a bit of individuality. You know, somebody's just come along and just take a chance and just go a little bit crazy. So, um, and we've had a few of those. It's been great. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's not just about always looking for the best bunch of dancers who will all just do it uniformly and look great. That's fabulous. That can look great on stage. But at the same time, just a bit of personality, a bit of bit of individuality so that people will go, look at that one there, look at him, look at him, he's gone the wrong way, and, and things like that. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's mainly more about personality. Anyone impressed you so far? Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, there is, there is. There, there's, there's a very strong... Um, we have a lot of dance schools and dance academies and a lot of um, amateur dramatic societies and, and things within this area, which is, which is great for younger people, which is great for the kids. And so all of them that have come along, I imagine, today, are all involved in these things in one way or another. Um, and so they've all got a certain amount of talent. You know, that there's, n- nobody's, nobody's walked in who's got absolutely zero amount well you wouldn't I mean you wouldn't walk into an audition and say right well you've got to sing sing and dance and, and, and you know do a bit of drama and then just stand there and do nothing they all they all know what's expected of them and there are all different degrees of, of skill that comes in and I say not, not necessarily the the best we will get in we're looking for personality and individuality this year's panto is going to be even funnier than last year's panto and some of your old favourites will be back um, some of the some of the cast from last year's Panto have very kindly said that after we what we put them through last year, they they're going to come back. So um, so I'm really happy about that because it was a very very good, cheerful, happy team. Um, there was never a moment where um, we felt fearful for for the the, the, the quality or the um, the the, the um, you know, success of the show, and so um, we're we're very happy to have all that back. I get to play a villain again this year. Um, I'm going to play Abenaza this year, so I'm going on Amazon now to try and look for my laser glove. Um, and yeah, we've got Paul coming back to play um, Widow Twanky. Um, uh, people who might remember Matt from last year who played Buttons are very, very fabulous Buttons. He's going to be a very different kind of genie this year. I won't say anything more. Um, and Liam, who played uh, Dandini last year, is coming back to play Aladdin for us. And um, a few other old faces as well. Not old faces, but last year's faces. Um, <laughs> my face. My face is old. But, um, yeah, and the, and the same creative team. Same writers, same lighting, same sound, same set designer. You know, if it ain't broken, don't try and fix it, really. I'm just wondering if uh, all of you could just do me a favour, um, children. I've just been doing an interview. I'm just wondering whether or not we could just give a big cheer. Is that OK? After three. One, two, three. So we've got the... Uh, the info from Tim about this year's production. I thought I'd have a chat to uh, two of the uh, two of last year's 
Hanley Babes, who are hoping to repeat that performance and be a Hanley Babe again this year. I'm with Emma and Jack. Guys, what was last year like, first of all? It was really fun and I loved it because I like performing and dancing. It was really nice. <laughs> yeah, it was loads of fun, like loads of, loads of nice people and it was just like really good. So what's it like being a Hanley Babe? It's, you feel like proud of yourself for getting in the audition and it's nice to know that you're one. Yeah, it's like a privilege, like you're a Hanley Babe, so it's like, it's nice to know that you are one. And what did they get you, you doing when you were performing last year? Well, we did dances and we like interacted with the audience for some of them and they were really fun. We had to like act and smile loads as well. All about the smiling, is it? De- yeah, definitely. I know this is not for visual, but go on, show us your smile. Ah, that is a pet. very good. I can see why you two were chosen last year. Very good smiles. So go on then. Ignore Tim there. What are the secrets? What's it like backstage? It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really good and fun. <laughs> so today you're back to audition again. What do you think, you know, what, what do you think makes a good Hanley babe? You just perform loads and smile a lot and just dance your best. Yeah, same, basically smile loads, dance really well and perform and interact with the audience. You two look pretty confident. Do you get nervous at all when you do this? A bit, yeah, because you're on stage and it's like a big thing to do it. Well, I've been on stage loads, so it's not really like as scary as it used to be, but it's still a bit nerve-wracking. Oh, Jack, I love it. Yeah, I'm on stage loads, <laughs> me, yeah, just hanging out on stage. It's my day job now. Is, that, is it something you'd like to do for, for a job in real life? It'd be, it'd be nice to do that, yeah. It'd be good. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, do you reckon? Yeah. So good luck today. Oh, no, I'm not allowed to say that. Oh, no, break a leg, but don't actually break a leg, because that's really bad. Um, go, and sh- go and knock them dead, yeah? That, that sounds like a good one. Smash it. All yeah. those sorts of words, yeah? Yeah. Is, is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. I hope I haven't jinxed a pair of you. Shall I walk away now? <laughs> walking away, walking away. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Unfortunately, I'm not a Hanley babe on stage. Not this year. Probably not next year. And if I'm being honest, probably not the year after that either. But what I do know is that if it's anything to go on, like uh, last year's performance of Cinderella. Cinderella was absolutely hilarious. And of course, I do know Den very well from working with him in the past. Um, and Tim's hilarious and I did watch Cinderella last year and it was really very good Um, so I can only say that if it's anything like last year it will be absolutely blinking brilliant Um, we will no doubt whatsoever catch up with the uh, cast and crew of Aladdin in the run up to the actual performances starting again Uh, but in the meantime fingers crossed to all those uh, auditionees today hope they've done really well and got uh, got into being a Hanley babe you can get in touch with me on Cultural Quarter of an Hour by getting us on social media. At CQHPod is all you need to look for on both Facebook and Twitter. The blog might be up by now. Might be. Fingers crossed, eh? Uh, it's www.cqhpod.co.uk. Go see if it's there. It might be. Might not be. Oh, I love a bit of dilemma. If not, you know I'll be back next week with more on... Um, with more podcasts about what is great about Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. It is uh, every Wednesday, wherever you normally get your podcasts from.